ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रामानंद्री and now i'll speak in english because that's all the tamil i know anyway it doesn't matter what language we speak what matters is what is in our heart i must thank you first of all for the very uh, warm traditional welcome with this uh, very beautiful rangoli and some of the girls have learned to do the bengali uludhwani which is part of chaitanya mahaprabhu's culture that's considered very auspicious so this is a, a great culture the happy culture of devotion to krishna uh, but that is not based on some blind faith some people say i believe the bible some people say i believe the quran and some people say i believe bhagavad gita and some people say i don't believe any of this so often people ask me what do you believe but my reply is that it doesn't matter what i believe because we are all very 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 small beings so what i believe is independent whatever is the fact whatever is truth is reality it doesn't matter what i believe that is independent of what i believe i might believe that the moon is a big gulab jamun in the sky so i might believe it very very strongly but it doesn't mean that because i believe it that the moon has become a gulab jamun whatever the moon is it is so i can believe it or not believe it but it is as it is so people ask us questions do you believe in god do you believe in reincarnation so instead of just believing it is better that we try to understand what is the actual fact these are very important questions when i was a child i became quite afraid because i was told if you don't believe in god you go to hell forever but it wasn't enough just to believe in god i had to be a catholic and believe in god otherwise i would go to hell forever but then other people said you have to be a protestant otherwise you go to hell forever and then some other people said no you have to be a muslim otherwise you go to hell forever and then some said you have to be a sunni muslim or a shia muslim i became very afraid because i don't know and if i get it wrong then i go to hell forever and then some people came along and said ah you don't believe this all nonsense I thought well maybe it is but maybe it isn't and then I'm in trouble. Ah uh, but then I was introduced to the understanding of reincarnation and the understanding that God gives us many chances. 
that if we make some mistake in this life, we get another chance in another life. So then I can understand that, yes, actually God is very merciful. Otherwise, the idea that of a God who sends you to hell forever because you, you didn't join the right church, this doesn't sound very merciful. Now generally people take it as a matter of belief. But we should try to understand with the intelligence that God has given us. Why are some people born in a very rich family? Some people are born in a very poor family. Some people's life seems to go very smoothly and for others there are problems at every step. Actually in the modern age most people have so many problems. Isn't it? What do you think? Everyone is struggling in so many ways. See, I, I don't even know most of you here, but just I know because it's everywhere all over the world like that. There's our friend, the policeman is standing here. So all day he's just dealing, so many problems, isn't it? Police, doctors, lawyers, sadhus, all day long they're just dealing with people's problems. So I always tell people, they come to me, sometimes people come to me and say, I have one problem. So I tell them, you're very lucky. You only have one problem. Most people have many problems. So I tell them, whatever your problem is, it could be worse. And whatever your problem is, there are plenty of people with worse problems. But anyway, it's a fact. Everyone is suffering in this world. Why should we suffer? Everyone wants to be happy. It's a fact, isn't it? Who wants to be unhappy? Anyone? No. All right. Everyone wants to be happy. It's not only humans. Even the little insects, they want to be happy. If there's a little insect and you want to kill it, it will run away. It doesn't want to suffer. Every living being wants to be happy. Even the plant grows toward the sunlight. But the nature of this world is that it is full of suffering. Some people are born in a rich family, that is due to some previous good karmas. But the rich people, they're suffering in a different way. It's not that they're not suffering, they're just suffering with more comfort, that's all. So why is it that we want happiness, but we're not happy? It is our nature to be sat-chit-anandamai, eternal, full of bliss and knowledge. But in this material existence, we are not in an eternal situation. We're born and very soon we die. Sixty or seventy years and finished. We're born as a child, we have so many hopes, we struggle all our life. Then we get old, dwindle and die. But we don't want to die, but we are forced to die. We want to be happy, but so many causes of distress are there. So human life should be to find out, why am I suffering? How to get free from suffering? How to get free from death? There are various religious beliefs, but... There is also Veda. Veda means knowledge. It is not a matter of belief. 
Veda means it gives us factual knowledge of why we are suffering in this world and how we can become free from suffering. The cause of suffering in this world is ignorance. Because we identify with this body. If I ask you, who are you? You will say, my name is Shanmugan. I'm, okay, Shanmugan. I'm 35 years old. I'm a shopkeeper. This is my wife. These are my children. So this is our identity in relation to the body. If you say, I am 35 years old, and we ask you, well, where were you 50 years ago? You will become confused. And if we ask you, where will you be in 50 years? They'll say, well, probably I'll be dead. But actually, before this body came into existence, I existed. And after the body dies, I will continue to exist. So, if I put all my attention just onto this body, I'm missing the real point of who I am. This human life is like a crossroads. You can go this way or that way or another way. According to how we act in this life, we make our future lives. As Krishna Bhagavan states in Bhagavad Gita, Urdhvanga chanti sattvastha madhye tishtanti rajasaha jaganya guna vritisto adhoga chanti tamasaha People who act in goodness, they get elevated. People who act in ignorance become degraded. And people who are in between, they stay in between. But really the goal of life is to get free from the cycle of suffering in repeated birth and death. That is possible by becoming free from ignorance and coming to the platform of knowledge. And what is the essence of that knowledge? Again Krishna teaches us in Bhagavad Gita. Mamai vangsho jiva loke jiva bhuta sanatanaha Every living being is a part and parcel of Krishna. That doesn't mean that we are equal to God. But it means that we have our eternal relationship with Him as His eternal loving servant. But in ignorance of our relationship with Bhagavan, we are struggling in this material world. We are trying to enjoy this world with our senses and with our mind. So, this is the basis of all genuine knowledge. We are not the body, we are eternal spirit soul. This body is temporary, but I am eternal, you are eternal. And we all have our eternal relationship with this supreme, eternal, blissful personality of Godhead, Krishna. But forgetting that, we are trying to be happy in this world. But actually, we are not becoming happy. We are simply suffering and struggling. So we can get free from this suffering and struggling by serving Krishna, 
That is called Bhakti Yoga. Bhakti is a very simple process. Simply we have to accept that I am the servant of Krishna. And in this Kali Yoga, the best way of performing Bhakti is simply by chanting the names of Krishna. It's a very, very simple process. Anyone can chant the name of Krishna. You don't have to be a great Rishi. You don't have to be a great Pandit. Simply we have to accept that I am the servant of Krishna. But this process is very purifying. We can see that so many people all over the world, they have taken to this process of Krishna Bhakti. And they've become free from all bad habits by chanting the holy names of Krishna. So this is practical. It is not simply a matter of belief, it is practically demonstrated all over the world. That if anyone chants the holy name of Krishna, they will become purified. And simultaneously we should cultivate knowledge of Krishna. That is given in Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam describes about the pastimes of Krishna and all the avatars, Rama, Nrsimha, Varaha, Kurma and so on. This is not mythology, it is all a fact that the Supreme Lord appears in different forms in different ages and performs different amazing pastimes for the pleasure of his devotees. So I have traveled in this lifetime by the grace of Krishna, I've traveled widely in India and throughout the world and I give talks on Krishna Bhakti and Bhagavad Gita. But I see here in South India, in Tamil Nadu, people have a very good interest in philosophical understanding. And they should do, because this is a land of great uh, philosophers. From South India came the great Acharyas, Shankaracharya, Ramanujacharya, Madhvacharya, Vallabhacharya, Vedanta Deshika, and so on. Nagarjuna, Buddhist. <laughs> Go on. Nagarjuna was a Buddhist, actually. But, but uh, unfortunately, the people until recently, until this TV program came about Ramanuja, most people in Tamil Nadu, if you say Ramanuja, they think mathematician. So Ramanuja, the mathematician, was very intelligent. But Rambabudi Shali, even more, was the Acharya Ramanuja. Because he concentrated on the real goal of life, which is to serve Vishnu. So you are inheritors of a great culture and a great philosophy. So I request you, don't be misled by this modern atheistic so-called civilization. Just try to understand what is the real purpose of life. The real purpose of life is not to go to some parties and get drunk. The real purpose of life is to understand our eternal relationship with Krishna. And that you can do by studying this philosophy of Bhagavad Gita and by chanting the holy names of Krishna. So we don't have much time. I don't have much time. I have to catch a train tonight to Telangana. But no one has much time. 
Our life is short. Within a short time, all of us will have changed body. Life just goes. Boom, 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 boom. So before this life leaves our body, we should become fully Krishna conscious and go to the spiritual world. Prepare to go to the spiritual world. Don't waste time. Don't waste your life. Don't waste your life in useless things, watching TV, political rallies, all just a waste of time. What else is there? Fashion, just nonsense, all nonsense. Painting the toenails with some polish, all waste of time. Just utilize your time to understand that I am an eternal servant of Krishna. Yeah, so I don't have much time now, but uh, if anyone has any question, you can please ask. There's a cordless mic, so anyone wants to ask a question, you can just stand up and we'll give the cordless mic. Repeat the question, you'll have to, I think no one heard it. Tell me, what did he say? He said that in my experience, this body is uh, destroyable and uh, Atma is real. Is that true? Yeah, so re- repeat the question. Yeah, this is the uh, first basic teachings of Bhagavad Gita. Dehi nityo yam. The owner of the body, the soul, is uh, eternal and indestructible. Najayate mriyate vakata chinnayang budva bhavita vana bhuyaha ajo nityang shashvato yang purano nahanyate hanyamane shariare. It's stated in Bhagavad Gita that for the soul, for the Atma, there is never birth nor death. Go on. Just translate now. Jayate Mriyate Vakadachin. I just said this first. You can trans- just give the translation. Now Jayate Mriyate. The soul does not born nor does it die. The Najayate Mriyate Vakadachin. Not at any time does it come into being nor does it die. Uh, it is eternal, indestructible, the oldest. Very old. And although the body dies or is killed, the soul is never killed. So, what do you want to do? Some announcement here? Just announce the books. Yeah, announce the books. If someone wants to ask a question, they can come. This sound is not there. Yeah. 
Ya. Ah. Mana? Getting advice. Well, it is the duty of the parents to instruct the children in a manner that the children will understand what is best for their future. Generally, it's considered that if the children can do well at school, they will have a good future. That is what we are taught. If you have a uh, university degree, then you can get a job in some computer company and they'll squeeze the blood out of you until you drop dead. If you don't have a degree, you can become an auto driver and you can also work hard all day and night. So the best advice the parents can give the children is to worship Krishna. Get out of this miserable material world. Actually, we're not very much encouraging all this modern education. It just makes you some kind of slave who has to work hard. Especially the girls, they go to school, they go to college, they have boyfriends, they have abortions. What is the use of this so-called education if there's no good character? People are very proud. Oh, my daughter, she's in the university. They don't know she already had three abortions. But they so what is the value of having so-called education if you are just living like a prostitute? Recently I was in America and I said something like this in a student town and one of the girls said, well what's wrong? The girls, they can have boyfriends, they can get married, they can get divorced. They thought it was quite normal. So I told them, this is not civilization. But they, they were insulted. They thought... Our civilization is very high and very good. Sending the girls for education means they learn how to become a prostitute, that's all. All the girls in the colleges, they're just all having boyfriends. It's nonsense, it's rascaldom. So you can tell your friend that your mother should teach you this. Hmm. There's no... Uh, use the, You can use this mic here. Just... In Kaliyuga, there is so many gods. Like, no, there's only one God. No, I know that, but uh, there is so many gods like uh, public is uh, thinking that uh, uh, Christians, Yesunadha, and uh, Muslims, Allah, and uh, Shiva, Murugan. Why is the Krishna, uh, Krishna is superior? Is that? 
Why do we accept Krishna as supreme? He's saying that people say there are so many gods, why do we accept Krishna as supreme? Say in Tamil. Or you can say it in Supreme Personality of Godhead means the one who has all strength, wealth, fame, knowledge, beauty and renunciation. If we examine, we will find that person is Krishna. That is the verdict of all Shastra. Where is that book, Who is Supreme? Do you have that book, Who is Supreme? That is the topic of one book we have here. Don't have it there? I'll take one more question, then I'll go. Hare Krishna. In, your, in, in the traditional Indian culture, people would address each other by saying, Hare Krishna, Jai Sri Ram, all these things. And in English culture, they say, Good evening. So I'm from England, and I'm saying, Hare Krishna. And you're from India, and you're saying, Good evening. This is uh, the last word I heard uh, your speech, it's very nice. But at the same time, when your person who is repeating and uh, translating in Tamil, you listed your philosopher's name in Tamil Nadu, that is uh, Acharyas, uh, like uh, Ramanuja, and then Sankaracharya, each and every word. At the last you told about the Acharya Raghavaduna. But many of the people in India, they don't uh, have the knowledge of the person Raghavaduna. But being a person from out of India, you are having the knowledge of Nagarjuna. But our person from Tamil Nadu, our person who is translating in Tamil Nadu, he is hesitating to tell that name Nagarjuna. Is this justified in the name of Krishna? Is he is a fake? Well, he's not. Nagarjuna is not so very well known. No. Ramanuja, Madhvara, better known. You also told that Ramanuja is here. Acharya, but uh, who was the person before uh, seeing this uh, serial uh, Ramanuja? They are telling the name of Ramanuja who is here. Uh, Max. So much. Um, writer told me. Much education is needed. Each and every word is translating in the which you told. But he is actually telling the name Nagarjuna, yeah. who is a Buddhist priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But being a person from London. I really appreciate you, but uh, in which way this is related to the Bhagavad Gita? You tell me explanation. No, it's not related. He was not but very much related. Way, He's a philosopher, yes. but not a Vedic philosopher. Yes. He was an influential Buddhist philosopher, said to be from Kanchipuram. But I didn't stress because he's not a Vedic philosopher, as as our friend pointed out. Okay, so Hare Krishna. Uh, you want to speak some more about future programs, anything like this? So thank you very much, Mekanandri. I have to go now. Hare Krishna. Even without announcing prasadam, somehow everyone understands. Bhagavan in the heart gives them some inspiration. That part they won't miss. Anyway, you can announce.